Hello and welcome to episode two. They kept us around from episode one. Uh, Mark Jensen is with us still. Uh, Jeff Hamblin still with us. They actually changed their shirts. They sweat through them in episode one, but they look good, refreshed. I'm your host, Jay Sanford, Director of Investment Strategy at WFG. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to answer the age-old question, what does ESG stand for and how are we investing for it? As I said, we've got Jeff Hamlin here, president of WFG. We've got Mark Jensen, associate, which we still don't know what that means. But first, a quick word from the good folks at Compliance. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through Global Retirement Partners LLC, a registered investment advisor. Global Retirement Partners, LPL Financial and Washington Financial Group are separate non-affiliated entities. All right. Thank you, Compliance. We feel good about that. Today's question, what does ESG stand for and how are we investing for it? Mark, why don't you give us the uh, kind of the strict definition of uh, ESG? Yeah, the strict definition is environmental, social, and governance, which is referring to the three central factors in measuring the sustainability and ethical impact of an investment in a company or business. These criteria help better determine the future financial performance of companies uh, with regards to the return and risk. Uh, Jeff, do you want to tell the folks uh, what that may mean in English? Yeah, so thank you, Mark. Uh, so we actually call it in, in WFG here, we call it the high impact portfolio. And it really focuses around the philosophies that uh, some of our clients really want to go align their investments with their personal values. Uh, we find that individuals uh, want to help possibly change the world in, in many areas. And one of them, as you mentioned, Mark, was the environmental focus uh, that you know, deals with resource management, climate change, emission reduction. Uh, the other being more social issues. So people come to us and say, hey, you got something at me where we're changing the workforce, uh, gender equality, uh, and, and you know, community impacts. And the last one is, is the governance, governance practices, things like executive comp, reporting, uh, you know, how the board structure, and just downright accountability. And these investments, these companies actually pull together these investments that actually adhere strictly to these guidelines. Uh, Jay, you want to talk about some of these investments and how they make an impact? Yeah, so, you know, Morningstar actually has has started to screen uh, investments when it comes to uh, their impact, their ESG impact, their high impact. Um, we screen through Morningstar. We work closely with uh, companies such as PAX that uh, invest in uh, two of our investments are the uh, Elevate Global Women's Leadership, uh, the Global Environmental Markets Fund. So we try and align ourselves with uh, investment companies that are looking for uh, companies that, that care. And you know, in the past, you, the standard in this space was Calvert and TIA Craft, right? And those funds, for better or for worse, were in a lot of uh, 401k plans. And 
quite frankly, they underperformed. And I think people have might have a bias that says, hey, this sounds great, but if it's going to impact performance, I really would rather have my investments grow with the market or beat the market as opposed to underperform. Uh, what we found now is that these investments are performing with the market and or better. Um, and so I think that really goes to show you that once these companies start to care and really take ownership of, of what they're doing in the ESG space, that their businesses become that much better and uh, profitability goes up, people are paying attention. And uh, it's a very positive story at this point. I know Mark works with a lot of uh, clients that are starting to look into this now and, and come to us for these types of investments. Uh, how often do we see this now, Mark? Uh, it's becoming very common. I mean, clients are proactively coming to us looking for it. Um, and it's it's a great conversation to have just to show not only, you know, the value and you can, you know, be confident and feel good about what you own in, in your investment portfolio, but it's nice when the returns come right along with it and or beat like a common so-called sin investment like a tobacco or a firearm company. Oof, those are bad. Yeah, I mean, I find that these the clients are coming to us saying, look, there's big problems out there and there's got, these are going to require big solutions. And so uh, I want my investment dollars to be a part of that solution. So when it comes to like global challenges such as climate change or gender inequality, they want their investments to make, feel like they can really make a difference. And really that's the group of people that really are come to us with, with this thought about how can we make it. And then the, the, the age old question that you brought up there, Jay, was about return. And that was the bias that they had. And yet we found in our portfolio, how has it performed over the last three years? Yeah, it's, it's done as well as the WFG portfolios. And so, you know, not to sound like a uh, uh, used car salesman here, but quite frankly, you can utilize WFG portfolios or you could utilize the WFG high impact portfolios and feel good uh, about uh, what the returns are going to be. Now, what we have found, and we haven't gone through this in, in podcasts yet, but we do have quote-unquote protect portfolios. We have found that you, you can't get into the ESG space um, when it comes to uh, kind of the hedging and maybe the more esoteric investments. So that is yet to come. So you can use a combination of WFG and high-impact portfolios uh, and feel good about both how you're investing and what returns you're going to be getting. And yet, uh, how do the fees compare? I, I believe you're saying internally, I think the fees are a little bit higher than our own portfolio. But net of fees, they're, they're somewhere in, in the rate of return. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there is, uh, I would say, a lack of exchange-traded funds in this space. Uh, they're starting to, to become more prevalent. And as you know, ETFs tend to be a bit less expensive than actively managed funds. Um, so fees are a touch higher internally, but that has not really uh, drawn against the overall returns of these portfolios. So as you know, we have a, a sleeve of, of equity investments that list out about eight or 10 different funds that we have. Can you give us an example of one and maybe uh, tell us so something about that and, and, and how it made a difference? Sure. Um, I mean, I think the best, well, my favorite story is the PACS Elevate uh, Global Women's Leaders 
ship fund. And really, this is a fund that invests in companies that um, believe in gender equality, gender pay. They make sure that uh, senior leadership has uh, women. They make sure that the board has women. And if you look at the the uh, performance and you look at, at the research on this, that companies tend to perform better when there is diversity on their boards and in senior leadership. And that obviously includes women, that includes minorities. So this fund in particular looks for women in those positions and the fund has done fantastic. And they will also advocate. So this fund will buy into companies and then they become voters, right? Uh, they have the ability to vote and change uh, within the corporation if they uh, have enough shares. So they definitely become advocates once they become an owner of the company. And uh, it's a great story. It really is. So just to wrap it up on the ESG, uh, and again, like to call it high impact portfolio, um, the clients love the idea that they can make a difference with their investment dollars. With the point that we don't lose our returns, the fees are right in line, and in day-to-day, -day they can feel good about making a difference in the world. Is, is, would that summarize it? Yeah, I think you nailed it, Jeff. I mean, our clients that are already utilizing this really love it. And like I said, the returns aren't lacking. Sometimes they're slightly better, but they really feel good about what they own. And that quality and values, you know, really helping, you know, their overall investment performance and just feeling good about their financial plan. Yeah, our... our uh our meetings with these clients are better. I mean, it's a kumbaya. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Wow. That's a love fest. And it is here as well at uh, WFG Podcast number two. I'd like to thank Mark uh, and his fresh shirt. Thank you, Mark, for being here. Jeff, thank you for being here. Th double thumbs up for those watching at home. From, Our pleasure. From Jeff. Um, if you have a question that you'd like us to address in future episodes, shoot us an email at info at washfinancial.com. Thanks for listening to Washington Financial Group's Focused on You podcast. Connect with us at washfinancial.com. If you enjoy our show, we'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you access your podcasts. Until next time, thank you. Adios.